let's start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on the Watchama podcast. This is episode 23, I believe. And our guest on the show is Bart Pronk. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. People yeah. who don't know Bart, <laughs> uh, I would like to tell you that he was one of the early adopters of the Wim Hof method. He went on a workshop and then he was taken. From that on, he was even working. He's still very uh, involved in uh, running the Wim Hof company, let's say. He's also an instructor. He traveled around the world with Wim Hof, the Iceman. And he also climbed Kilimanjaro three times. Yes. And now he's in Wageningen too. <laughs> so welcome. Oh, thank you, uh, Schult. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> if I pronounce your name, uh, pronounce. It was a little bit practicing, but um, perfect, perfect. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay. It's getting there. So you know, uh, Wageningen is like I always use this metaphor. Is like a airport. Like people come and go. They have dreams. They have some different uh, inputs from other uh, walk of life and they change, they shift, but uh, somehow we attract people who want to do some change or are involved in kind of change making. They don't want to be the victims of a change and then just say, fuck this, fuck that, and we just complain, but they, they are into the change making. I think that's the one of the best way to be the part of it. Mm -hmm. And you are one of the people who are pretty much into the core of uh, coming up with new uh, insights and new f uh, philosophy, let's say, about health and uh, connecting people and uh, connecting to nature, connecting to our inner self. And yeah, how did you get into this? Yeah, it's, it's a very long story, but we have the time. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I just followed uh, the regular path like everyone does. You go to school, you get your diplomas, mm. uh, you go to uh, high school and university, etc. And then you think, oh, now what? Now I have to uh, go in the adult world <laughs> and just uh, earn money a lot and uh, just climb up the ladder of the, the normal career thing. Um, I, I directly I couldn't really find it. Uh, I was just uh, finished uh, with 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 uh, university, and I thought, oh shit, now what? So I just start working, and yeah, every time, one year, one and a half year, half a year, I constantly couldn't fit in. You yeah. know this this box and yeah. this this way of living, and you have to be on time. You have to. Yeah. You know, when it's, it's six o'clock and you're going and every your colleagues like, hey, wh wh what are you going to do? Are you uh, free today or uh, whatever? They're like, hey, it's six o'clock, I'm going PM. home. Uh, <laughs> so I couldn't really fit in. Yeah. Of course, I liked it also because it's it's re really nice to have colleagues and to have fun and to build some friendship. And uh, But I really couldn't find it. And <clears throat> um, at a certain point, it was in 2000, uh, 11 i had a relationship for 10 years or nine years at the time and i couldn't really find it also in the relationship but also with myself so I constantly had the urge to become an entrepreneur to feel mm. this freedom mm. of yeah i want to decide what i'm going to do work-wise I, I constantly was digging into google and finding all 
speci- uh, special um, tools to build my own empire, actually. Yeah. But even then, I couldn't really made a plan out of it. And then a friend of mine uh, asked to go to a Wim Hof workshop. And before that, I went to a lot of workshops and seminars and went to Anthony Robbins and Keith Cunningham and all those gurus. Um, Personal development to learn something. I read the four hour work week. Um, And then I went to Wim Hof workshop and I I knew him from all his records, his 26 uh, world records. He was a national hero uh, back then. Yeah, more like like a, a... stunt stunt uh, yeah a circus artist yeah. and a crazy dutch guy <laughs> so i knew him from discovery channel and from uh our yeah. record shows and stuff this guy is a little bit crazy but um i just went to the workshop and it was 125 euros for me that time it was like okay should i spend that amount of money for a workshop but it was the best investment ever hmm. But um, because I went there and uh, I didn't have that much expectations, actually, I uh, was not skeptical at all. We just go in and just see whatever happens. And then Wim came in. I was sitting there. Wim came in with a big uh, Native American drum, like boom, 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 boom. He entered the room and I thought, oh, man, this guy is really crazy, you know. And, but also very relaxed. I thought he was quite serious. And he had a big um, uh, whiteboard with the the first results of uh, Radboud University, mm. and he was he was directly talking about that, like, oh, we're gonna change science, we're gonna change the world, and yeah. uh, he actually doing it right now, yeah. uh, the same. Yeah. Um, so that energy, I thought, like, wow, man, wow, this is a cool guy. And then, but then we started doing the breathing exercises, and I thought, man. Now you, 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 we are both instructors, yeah. so yeah. you know the feeling, but it's, yeah, it's just, wow, this is something. And then, yeah, there was the ice bath. <laughs> I was, I was really scared. I'm like, oh my God, do we really go your in? Your kidney, your heart will stop. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, you know, I, yeah, I was into challenges, but I was yeah. still thinking, uh, okay, uh, everyone's looking and... Yeah. I really had, sometimes I go back to the, the feelings what the participants have. Sometimes yeah. I even forget how scary it is to go into your first ice bath. Yeah. And everyone is watching and you're naked also in a kind of way. And yeah. everyone making pictures and yeah, you're a man. So you also have to show up. And uh, wow, then I went in the ice bath and it was so... It felt not good, you know. <laughs> but Wim was there, and yeah. his energy was really good. So he yeah. was just, "Hey, come on, man, slow down, relax, surrender." And uh, yeah, and after that experience, I was just yeah blown away. So yeah, I because stopped. in the ice bath there was also a shift, right? Also your attitude, or or not? I'm not. I'm just well. Asking. Um, what I found there was that this method was so e- so now easy. It's not easy, but it was so simple and so effective. So I thought, yeah, why should I learn NLP? You know, yeah. this is everything. Hmm. This is it. Once you feel that little spark inside of yourself yeah. and that strength, you're like, wow, I'm invincible, and then everything yeah. thing comes out. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah uh, Wim had a mission, and I kept that in my the back of my head. 
and uh, start practicing at home. But you know how it goes in the beginning. No yeah. one knows the Iceman and every, yeah. everyone you want to tell, hey, you should do this, man. This is amazing. <laughs> Even to my ex-girlfriends, like, wow, man, this is great. You should do it. And everyone, yeah. Bart, it's your thing. Yeah. Leave me alone. I know. <laughs> Leave me alone. Breathing is scary. Okay, whatever. Um, but I've, yeah, daily life kicked in, like whatever thing happens, yeah. you go to your job again and it's, yeah, started again. But in early 2012, I really like, okay, something needs to change. And then it happened. I went to a workshop again from someone else, it was kind of a meditation uh, workshop. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine and uh, with two friends actually. And uh, they said, Bart, you need to do something because I have uh, had a conversation with my girlfriend that didn't really work out, you know? Mm-hmm. So I need to have change. So I think, okay, I need to change. Next day, I went to my boss and I said, hey man, uh, sorry, but uh, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna work for my own. He didn't really understand it because, hey, uh, I had a great job, I earned a lot of money, it was, mm. it was good. And I liked my job also, but I thought, hey, I can also do it for myself. Yeah. Next day, I quit my job, but uh, in that same month, I think, um, my ex-girlfriend said, okay, Bart, it's, uh, it's over. <laughs> Something like that. So I had no, no job anymore, no, no girlfriend and still yeah. a mortgage. Yeah. So I feel really like, okay, what's, what, what's, what's going to happen now? And before I made the decision, I thought a million things can happen. I'm gonna, uh, get on the street, uh, lose all my money. Uh, cannot find another projects where t- to mm. work on and whatever. But the, the opposite happened actually. So I was telling everyone like, hey, I made this decision and uh, I want to work for my own. So within a week I had some, uh, some projects uh, to okay. do. But also um, we still had contact together with a friend of mine uh, with uh, Enam Hof, the, the son mm. of Wim, the, the manager and also with Wim, uh, and they want to make it scalable, yeah. at least, yeah, we do all the time workshops here and there, it's not working. So we came up with yeah. the idea together, like, hey, we're going to create something online to to teach others how to do the Wim Hof method. Mm. So everyone was really, wow, yes, we got to do it, no budget at all. <laughs> so uh, we decided to go to Poland, we said, yeah. Yeah, come to Poland, and then we're going to record it. So I think it was uh, January, January 2013, we went to Poland yeah. and then uh, I really experienced the Wim Hof method yeah. because we recorded the whole 10 week course in five days. Nice. So I have to do all the exercises, I have to do multiple times into the, the cascade, yeah. the waterfall over there, you know it. Yeah. It was cold and it's totally different than an ice bath. So that was already uh, like years after the 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 Radboud study. Yeah. Yeah, that already yeah, happened. Yeah, that yeah. already happened. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, I was already recording videos with him, and I went to his uh, record and uh, radio station and uh, made some small videos. Maybe you recognized with the Golden Cup. Yeah. You know. So that's that's. Uh, it was around that period. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, so we went to Poland with no budget. I can see you have uh, great lightning here, but mm. 
back then we had some construction lamps um, and with uh, the filter was just a, a piece of paper yeah. and sometimes during the recordings like <laughs> oh shit you know it's a fire and uh, um yeah wim's house was just yeah just a mess it was uh, we we entered his house and we put on the the heating yeah. and this is a system what we not used to it's with coals and yeah. so you have to shovel with coals and on the fire and directly all kinds of uh leakages came in the room and water came out smoke came out so it was just black and uh there was you win in poland yeah yeah of course um the roof had not a real roof yeah. it was with holes and you could look outside and it's yeah. very cold over there there was no uh, sauna uh, he was training there right it yeah. was cold enough for yeah. the training the wim hof experience <laughs> so uh, after an ice bath we went to the, the shower it was still cold the shower he like oh you couldn't warm up and um, yeah. yeah so there was um there i really felt the the power of the wim hof method yeah. it went so deep in uh, with all these exercises the stretching the breathing and you you completely opened up in such a short period yeah. of time and of course i also had to direct and say to wim uh, okay wim uh, this is take number one and uh, you have to say this i had a white board yeah. <laughs> white board with some lines on it yeah. uh, 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 hey, my name is Wim Hof, and I'm here to teach you the power of the Wim Hof method, something like that. Yeah. But I didn't know him that well, so in the beginning he was constantly reading the lines from the board, and there was the camera, so it didn't work. <laughs> so he he needed to have the feeling of how we were recording the the, the video. Yeah. Took a lot of effort, but eventually he got it. And then we saw the videos back and like, wow, man, this man is really talented. Yeah, this, so natural. His yeah. deep voice and the way yeah. he looks into the camera. And it was like you were there, you yeah. know? And and I think that's the, the, the power also from that 10-week uh, yeah. course. You, you really have the feeling that you are participating. Yeah. And we are we were uh, very unexperienced, actually. So it's the perfect uh, setup. Yeah, perfect so it was not acting. Yeah. We were really, really there with a group of friends and yeah. just, uh, hey, and then of course we had some, yeah, we prepared it. We had a kind of a program, but also during the program it changed. Yeah. So we yeah, came up with a new idea or, uh, yeah. Also for Poland, you cannot really prepare if you just had uh, only a one ice bath uh, compared to Poland, what you dare get, because yeah. I guess you were not just recording but you were also exposed to nature the hard yeah. nature like every day yeah 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 this harsh environment and uh, <laughs> and you could also see it in the videos that sometimes Wim says okay we're gonna do the uh, what, what is it the the, um, the shelf and you see us struggling big time like oh man how are we going to do this? And yeah. you see us falling, you're making jokes of the night before, and we drink a lot of beers back then. Yeah. So you, sometimes you see it in our faces, like we were a little bit like, and a little bit pale of the, the cold exposure, but also a little bit small eyes of the, of the, the rough nights we had, playing music mm. and uh, having fun. So it was a big milestone for you two personally. 
as a as an experience but also to create this uh, product basically yeah. from a from a, from an adventurer because it's also like crazy like you have all of these people who did uh, uh, remarkable things but how can you take out the value and kind of communicate it to other people it's yeah only the yeah what i really felt was that um it was a project what I did with my heart and, yeah. and I still do it, mm. you know, and um, that was a really nice thing to have because I worked on it for, uh, I don't know, a year or so. And uh, before we launched it, it was a lot of work to put it in an online program and to write the follow up emails and uh, how are we going to do the marketing, whatever, the whole structure, workbook, a lot of things you need to take care of, the editing. So uh, that's where I also met uh, our uh, cameraman, uh, yeah. Peter, and he edited yeah. with a, with a sm very small team and uh, he's still working for, yeah. the, for the company. It was actually, he shouldn't go. There was, some, there was someone else who was, should go. And yeah. then uh, uh, last minute, someone said, oh yeah, I have a new uh, thing for, uh, for, uh, for a television show. Uh, I cannot go. So we called Peter, via via. Yeah. And, uh, uh, can you come tomorrow to Poland? He said, uh, for what? Yeah, for Iceman thing. And he's like, what? Okay. And he came. And since then, he's just uh, part of the uh, part of the club. Yeah, cool. Directly a good click. And uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, then uh, yeah, you, uh, we launched the program, but it was yeah. not an instant success. So that uh, took a while. So, but with every course we sold, I sent women message like on uh, via the hmm. text, uh, like we sold another course. Like wow, yeah, we sell and it. How, how did you do the promotion of it? Uh, Back then, we had a very small uh, mailing list. I think yeah. thousand or two thousand yeah. or so, and we started running this mini class, so yeah. you can the, the free video course, yeah. and there we were gathering email addresses hmm. and send them a link to the, the actual mm. course but the beauty of it is that in the beginning people we didn't do a any ads or mm. so yeah. it was all organic yeah so more and more people started doing it and uh it worked and then we had our yeah. first sale from abroad like yeah. from belgium or some something yeah. you know like whoa some, oh, they also buy it in other countries yeah. and wow it's working and then we had i think sold 40 courses or so in a year yeah. and uh yeah then we thought okay it's working people buy it but now what and yeah then some podcast came and uh, we went to joe rogan show yeah. and the vice documentary came out and then it was like, like boom and uh we had a breakthrough in the US and then it was pop, 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 was picked up by some uh, celebrities and uh, we went to Laird Hamilton, etc. long story. But um, yeah, and uh, then it started growing. Yeah, Th this uh, first Joe Rogan show with Wim Hof, it was also historical for me because yeah. I've seen uh, uh, in 2000, uh, 12, 13, I was more uh, mostly watching TED Talks. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was, you know, my mind was getting like, what the fuck is happening in this world? There's so much uh, solutions to all of the problems. And uh, 
so I watched every day like four or five TED Talks just as an inspiration. I, I came back to study here at that time. So studies plus TED Talk, it was like getting more, you know, your, my brain was just exploding. And there was one guy in shorts in an ice, ice box. And uh, back then I was like, okay, that is, this is too much for me. Mm. So I, I skipped that one. Uh, and that was Vim. Oh, okay. And two yeah. years later, when I when I watched him on, on Joe Rogan, because from TED Talks I shifted to podcasts, and I watched him on, on Joe Rogan, I, and I started to practice in two days, and all of my winter sicknesses and everything just disappeared, what I had struggling with all of my life before. So hmm. I just lost two years with the click. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's incredible because um, uh, before I was really also money driven, and uh, uh, or yeah, you, you work to, to earn money. But then I was just thinking, hey man, let's let's spread it, you know? Let's yeah. let's make this mission happen. Yeah. And then of course the Rothbard University studies came out, and it was also funny because there was. There were not so many. Was not so many attention for it. Also yeah. from the Dutch media, he was still this crazy guy. I think there was one show who invited him, and uh, the rest was just thinking, "Hey, man, if we can influence the autonomic nervous system, no big deal." Hmm. And it's weird how it works. Yeah. He did another record uh, uh, in the ice. Uh, we climbed Kilimanjaro with 26 people in shorts in record time. Not only to do a look at us but also to show that there's more possible than you think you can yeah and that we can even overcome altitude disease by just breathing mm. and mindset how cool is that you know yeah. so you can, can create uh, more red blood cells and yeah. be more efficient with your oxygen uh, um, while standing there in your shorts on 6,000 mm. meters in uh, the highest mountain of Africa and, uh, and you did it uh, three times, right? Three times, yeah. Wow. The first time was the most intense. Also, yeah. uh, that was when uh, Scott Carney was also there. No, that was the third. Uh, the third that was okay. the third time. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it uh, seemed also quite intense from his uh, book. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, of course it's a book. <laughs> it's a book. Yeah, okay. It's okay. a book. But it was, uh, it was still, uh, yeah, it was intense, especially the first time because yeah. we didn't know what to expect. Uh, what to do because yeah. yeah hey Wim is just saying in his little backyard with his in his uh, garden house of 30 square meters mm -hmm. we, 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 we gathered with a group of like-minded people I think half of them were the first uh, uh, instructors yeah and but there were also people with um, uh, with diseases like mm. uh, uh, Crohn's disease cancer mm. uh, Arthritis, uh, MS, a guy of 65 years old with multiple bypasses. Uh, uh, yeah, so, and then we went. We trained for a half a year. And, and yeah, during that training, and how can you train in uh, the Netherlands, which is yeah. as flat as a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to the highest mountain of the Netherlands, 321 meters high, and trained there in, in shorts. And you saw the people looking like, who, 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 who the fuck are these people? What people are doing? So it was a little bit uncomfortable as well. But yeah, once we got closer and closer to the challenge, anxiety came in for us as well. 
because there were some altitude experts who said it's impossible people gonna die uh, you cannot do this mm. one guy of our own group who was a doctor also sent us emails with capitals like uh, uh, altitude disease can kill you as if mm. it's not really helping mm. but at the other end maybe it was also also helping because we get more sharp and the, fo- yeah, and the focus yeah we get more focus and then you have your whole um, environment your, 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 your parents your your family your friends uh, some women were pregnant back then f- yeah. from p- the participants so yeah. they were like hey man I have a baby inside I want you to come back yeah so three days now I think one week before we went to Africa we had a big gathering and we trained for three days at this highest mountain of the mm. Netherlands. Uh, st- it was still beautiful, but you know, you know, that's not Kilimanjaro, it's 20 times uh, bigger. Yeah. Um, um, and there they started a discussion. In uh, Africa? No, it was no. before Africa. Yeah, before, yeah, okay. before Africa, it was in the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, the, there was a discussion going on because. Um, some of the group said, hey man, three days, maybe not. Maybe we shouldn't do it. So I looked in Wim's eyes and he was really disappointed because of that. Because, hey, we had a mission. Normally you climb this mountain in five to seven days. Oh. And now they opted for four days, hmm. which is also doesn't feel really like a special record because five days is also possible. Hmm. And it was also confusing for me because I was still like, hey, we go for this three days. Mm. So the other group who said four days, I said, wow, man, how can you say that? But so we, we started to vote and it eventually it was almost 50-50. And uh, yeah, you know, the tension was very high yeah. at, at that point. So people standing up and said, no, we cannot do this because yeah, maybe maybe we never come back and we never done it before. And how do we know if it's working? And then I thought, how do we know if it's working? You, you do this method already for a while, and uh, but uh, still, I I I understand the, the anxiety. Yeah, I felt that's as well. A, that's a, a and I, answer, yeah. maybe I even felt it more because a lot of people came with good arguments yeah. not to do it. So at the end, uh, Wim was really disappointed. I could see it, and he was very quiet as well. He didn't mix with um, with uh, the discussion. And then at a certain point, um, one guy said, "Hey, let's d- just do it in three days." But if we feel as a group that it's not possible in three days, we do it in four days. Mm. So, um, so that was that was okay for us. So we went yeah. uh, off to Africa. And there, um, yeah, we, we came there in the hotel and uh, the, the, the porters, the guy who carry your stuff. Yeah. Sometimes people forget that how how important th- those guys yeah. are because uh, you think, oh, we climbed this mountain. Yeah. And, the uh, Sherpa, uh, kind of Sherpas? Are, yeah, are they, they, call it, called, uh, they call it porters over porters, there yeah. and you have some, yeah. some guides. Yeah. They carry all your stuff yeah. and all the food, you know, the, 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 we had only a backpack with, yeah. uh, with four liters of water and some, uh, some lunch. And they carried our sleeping bag and uh, all this other shit. But they do it all year long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the most <laughs> impressive uh, thing. The first time, the third time I did it, I, I went to a porter and I said, hey man, how many times did you do it? Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, climbing the mountain. I said, 
Ah, uh, well, I think, um, okay, three times a month, ten years, uh, I think 300 times. Yeah. So, there was I with my three times, you know, <laughs> the big guy. <laughs> no, but, um, it, it, yeah, they can do it because they're also acclimatized. Eh? Yeah. So that's the but, the... but they also do it in record, uh, or they are also very careful with No, that, that was the thing. They were laughing out loud, you know. They were uh, not almost uh, laying on the ground of laughing. Uh, <laughs> like, f- three days, no way. No way. And uh, then we said, oh, we also going to do it in shorts. Uh, nah, no way. And that day, a guy died on Kilimanjaro, a French guy. Of uh, uh, what? Hmm? Altitude disease yeah, okay. or uh, some uh, heart problems. I don't know. You can die everywhere, yeah. of course, but it's quite intense to hear that. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, uh, hey, hey, someone died yesterday in the mountain. Now we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we started climbing, and um, yeah, it was the most intense thing I've ever done. In the beginning, you have. Um, yeah, you walk in the jungle, no big deal. It's mm. 24 degrees. You see some monkeys in the trees, and uh, you mm. enjoy and talk a little bit. And but the higher we came, and we and we we were walking the first day, I think six seven hours. It started to rain a little bit. Mm. Annoying because wet is not nice. And start wind came in and sun went a little bit down so then i already had my first challenge like oh man you really have to really have to focus and stop talking and then we saw two rainbows which was beautiful so Mm. there was hope again you know the the symbol of hope and there were two of them so like hey we're gonna do this um at 3700 meters we we entered there and was already less um how do you say that less trees and yeah the, the plant structure yeah. changed so in the beginning yeah. you have high trees and yeah. it becomes more grassy yeah. uh, things and i already felt uh, the altitude and there were also some other people who really had a bad time hmm. already at 3700 meters some small headaches um but what we did is the breathing exercise of course hmm. so during the walking we did the breathing exercises so breathe more than you think you need. Yeah. And someone was uh, coordinating that, like uh, to remind the group, okay, just do a more session. A little bit. So in the first time, not really yeah. the first part, uh, but when we entered 3,700 meters, uh, Wim said, okay, guys, let's do breathing exercise together before we go to bed. So we started doing the breathing exercises. I actually banged my head on the table because the, the retention time was a little <laughs> bit too intense at that height. Um, and we went to sleep, but sleeping at altitude is not fun. It's mm. like you constantly have the feeling that you have a hangover mm. and you breathe different, not the yeah. way we, we do, were doing the breathing during the walk. So we need to stay alkaline and, um, yeah, keep this chemistry going. And so we woke up at uh, 2 AM in the, in the night to do another session. So for yeah. an hour. And then I think that was the the biggest um, thing we could do. Because then we woke up, felt good, did the breathing exercise again, did some uh, breakfast, and we went off again. And then um, 
the, 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 the day we entered, it was still a little bit sunshine, but now there was some, some ice uh, mm. on, the, on the ground. Uh, not so nice. Mm. So you stand there in your shorts like, oh shit, uh, we have to go for another five hours <laughs> to go. And uh, then we entered a snowstorm. Um, I think two, f- uh, three or four hours walking, we entered in a snowstorm. So the snow was hitting your, your chest and stayed a little bit I in, know, your, in, feels in your chest hair <laughs> and the wind's coming in and it, it's more desert now yeah. okay so no trees anymore so it's open out yeah. of the open you see yeah. the peak of the kilimanjaro in the distance and you think oh my god that's far and there was a snowstorm coming and i felt oh man and cold and also a little bit exhausted because you didn't sleep well and uh, and then we entered 40, 4,800 meters. And there you have a kind of a checkpoint. So finally we came there. So I was pretty tired. and But there was a line waiting for mm. the checkpoint. And I, I told this story before. But it's um, I was standing there with Wim, and, and so half naked, in shorts, with the eyes the and your chest hair, and a little <laughs> bit red and freezing and standing there and waiting we want to go inside we want to go yeah. inside and there was one guy a french guy completely dressed up head on big coat gloves etc and he just he was just uh went first yeah. no he came from there he yeah. came here bam boom yeah. went and uh, and i said to him hey man what are you doing and he said Oh, I turned around and said, oh, I have so cold. I have so cold. He said, ah, no problem. We just wait here. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> just looking at each other like, okay, uh, just go. Yeah. Funny thing. Yeah. And then um, the sleeping was even harder. So sometimes you wake up like <gasps> to get some o- oxygen. Yeah. You have to go to the bathroom all the time because your body wants to get rid of the the pee. Mm. And then at 4 a.m. we were planning to go up the last part. Six hours to the peak of the Kilimanjaro. And it was pitch dark, 4 a.m. And I was standing there in my shorts with my two sticks. Mm. Freezing. Even I, I was wearing some gloves, but it was the cold was straight going through it and it was yeah. pitch dark you couldn't see the peak at all or where are we going and then someone forgot the key of the house mm. not so nice uh, you know uh, which house the house where we were we had our stuff okay. you know so that was yeah. our base camp now yeah. and there was stuff was in there and we have to lock it and uh, but at, at the end we said fuck it not lock it fuck it because hey let's go takes away the focus yeah and five minutes waiting in minus 10 in your shorts is not fun so that's also when i teach at the academy of the wim hof method i always say be on time important you know not not only because it's 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 good to be on time but it's also um especially when you do outdoor activities it's not nice to wait in the cold um so pitch dark and then i was thinking oh my god now we're going and the pace was so slow (laughs) 
because the porters were also a little bit tired and they didn't do the Wim Hof methods and normally they have just a five to seven days trip so and they want also wanted to protect us not to climb too fast yeah. so they set the pace and we just walked behind it so we were wearing some small headlamps just to have some light in the dark and yeah again the pace was so slow and i wanted to go faster because to warm up also yeah now there were three moments that i really thought okay it's over and the first moment was that um, um that someone uh said okay it's enough i take off I want to take uh, I want to put on my all my clothes so he put off his backpack started putting his trousers on and yeah everything and, and then every cell in my body said I want that too <laughs> <laughs> and when someone pushed me and said but come on we are, we are on a mission you know let him go it's okay uh, you have your own focus said, okay that's a good thing so we continued and yeah this and the breathing was getting so hard because normally you have 20% of oxygen in the air and I'm only 11. And it was quite steep, the last part. It's the peak, like the Sineshka, yeah. the last yeah. part, you know, it's uh, quite steep. And the, the second moment was that, um, yeah, also because of the breathing, your lips are dry and a little bit torn and yeah not nice you have a very dry mouth of constantly doing okay, so the after the last uh, sleeping like the last uh, yeah. base camp mm -hmm. you were like okay from now on all the, all the time uh, all in all in the breathing yeah yeah before already but this was now getting serious yeah. um so I wanted to take a zip of my camel bag. This is a bag with water on, yeah. your, on your back. And then, yeah, you already guess it. It was frozen. It was frozen. Yeah. So, yeah, then you panic a little bit. Then yeah. you think, oh, I'm uh, out of my resources. And uh, what's next? Yeah. You know, it's not something. You cannot on a mountain without water. But the group is, that's why it's so important to have a group and to stay together as well. Yeah because then someone gave me some uh, some tea some ginger tea yeah. and I thought wow oh, man it tasted the best ever and it was yeah. also so nice just to yeah to feel the support even though you're in a complete own focus in an own bubble because you're yeah. getting kind of a survival mode yeah which is logical I think so that's that's the question what I what I can what I raise because I'm also not, I don't have a definite answer about mm -hmm. that, but I also uh, experience similar uh, processes of Anschnitzka, that uh, when you are on the edge of your performance, mm -hmm. or almost like, uh, you know that this is like, okay, if I go more, then it's gonna be like very risky. Mm -hmm. And you are with the whole group. Uh, according to your experience, my kind of uh, conclusion was that okay it's better just to focus on myself because if i uh, get fucked up mm -hmm. then uh, at least two people needs to get focused on me yeah so i don't know if you can prioritize the who to focus on on yourself within and try to uh, help what uh, is needed mm -hmm. or try to constantly see the group as a whole and try to feel it yeah that's the difficult you train for it yeah and you have a kind of a buddy system um but still 
when people really get in survival mode, there is no other pe- persons anymore. You know, you're yeah. just alone. Still, yeah. you're trying to do, but your first thing you want to do is to save your own life. Yeah. That's that's what happens, yeah. and that's why I learned so much about uh, group dynamics. Also, by climbing Shnishka 20 times with with a group of people, and you learn so so many things there. Yeah. Just just how people work yeah. you know that's yeah. why you can make a lot of appointments like uh, okay we stay together or yes or no but really people really got into that fight flight they're gone yeah it also happened on that mountain and uh, uh at a certain point the group split it up a little bit that was good i think we had a, a little bit faster group and a little bit slower group so we could set our own pace Wim was already gone it was already going up. Yeah. yeah, that's also what happens. Uh, afterwards, we were a little bit like, hey, Wim, uh, what, what was that? But yeah, he said, yeah, I also have my own pace. And uh, yeah. I don't know. There were, there were some things going on there. Um, um, and then the third moment that I really thought, okay, I had it. I, uh, I die here or I go back or I, I cannot go back and I cannot go up anymore. I think I die here. Some so, so, such a feeling. And yeah. It was still dark. You couldn't see anything. Hmm. But then someone tapped me on the shoulders and he said, Bart, 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 look around you. Look at the other side. And I turned around and I, I saw uh, a small stroke of light coming up. Hmm. And that was the sun. Wow. You, you had the feeling that you could look over the whole world and like... And I still feel it when yeah. I say, I tell it the story many times, but every yeah. time I tell it, I, f- I still feel it. You know, yeah. it's 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 incredible that something so small can be so big. Mm. You know, so you're so um, so much gratitude for s- such a small thing, and there was hope again. Just with the mm. rainbows, yeah. now it was the sun is like wow, and it 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 almost felt like it, you, your skin heated up. Yeah. It was it was not the th- the case because it was still very cold. But every time when I walked five minutes or or so, I walked behind and I saw this light coming up, yeah. and uh, that gave me so much hope. Like we're gonna do it. Hmm. So I had a complete shift that moment. Like bam, going. And I came in a kind of a zone I've never been before. Um, um, we, we just walk, 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 walk. It was normally by you do it in six hours. I think the last part, six, seven mm. hours. And eventually we walking on the ridge of the volcano. You looked inside the volcano. You think, holy mama, this is so big. Uh, yeah. It's incredible, you know. And uh, cartoons, you always think yeah. the volcano is very small yeah. inside. Yeah. You see some smoke out of it, but it's just wow. Mother Nature, yeah. incredible. And there was snow, now there was snow, and every turn I thought, oh, we're almost there. We're almost there, we're almost there. Mm. It was not the case. It was, even when we are on the ridge, it was still one and a half hour walking. Mm. So at the last 300 meters, I really had it. So uh, let's be honest, I just put on a, a small sweater because the wind was blowing. Yeah. I was I was thinking I'm not crazy um, you know I'm stupid but not crazy it's a phrase of whim but yeah. it, it I I said the same I want not want to die just yeah. for a, for a record and uh, then I saw the snow glaciers and yeah. in the distance 
there was a small man with a beard sitting underneath the the sign of Uhuru Peak, <laughs> the, the end point of uh, of Kilimanjaro, the highest point. Yeah. And yeah, it was like if my dad was waiting for me or something. I don't know what happened, but yeah. I completely burst out of tears and almost ran to him. And uh, yeah, that was we uh, made it, you know. And awesome. then made a quick picture, of course, for the Facebook, yeah. for the yeah. Facebook likes. Yeah, the <laughs> <No. most important. laughs> you have to say, no picture, you didn't, you didn't, yeah. didn't no, do it. Huh? That's our world today. <laughs> yeah, and I put on my clothes and I, my body said, goodbye. Because mm. I made it. Yeah. And my body said, you made it, goodbye. So I forgot really to focus on going down instead of only go, getting up. Yeah. So my body said, goodbye. Uh, I tried to eat some chocolate, but it I puked it directly out. My body said, "Okay, now no, not uh, external energy. You, n- you need to do it alone." And uh, I don't know how I did it, but um, after a few hours, I was back at uh, base camp. Yeah, just put it in perspective that last uh, 300 meters, and especially after two, three days of, of uh, mm-hmm. walking up, uh, then every minute or every second it and those situations is like years yeah i mean it's that's why it's not just the 300 meters no but it's like a totally different uh, situation yeah yeah and once you are reaching the top and you look over the whole world you think wow you know it's, but you don't really doesn't come in hmm. you know what i mean you you are there but yeah. it's like a dream also because yeah. of the altitude weird weird sensation so we went back to uh, 4800 meters and then um, the next day i think we went yeah the next day we went all the way back down to the hotel and we had a big pool party and everyone was happy and everyone made it so i think 24 made it to uhuru peak and uh, two made it to 5700 something it's also not gilman's bad. point is fantastic you know it's yeah. fantastic so even the guy of 65 made it to mm. the yeah the, the second uh, mm. final stop and uh, but then we realized also that we didn't make it to, uh, in three days but in 48 hours mm. so that was also uh, a big thing it, it looks a little bit it, it, it sounds a little bit weird when i say it because yeah. hey you prepare this trip and you know how, yeah. how fast you walk but when we just thinking back like hey we started at 10 and now it's uh, so yeah it's 48 hours wow so and what was the response of the world i mean you 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 documented it there was a big yeah. discussion also in yeah. your uh, closest uh, circle about families and mm-hmm. everything what you just explained with the risk yeah and uh, yeah the funny thing was that um the 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 so-called altitude experts uh, yeah. we never heard back from them Hmm. not even like hey man how did you do it it's yeah. it's incredible they they were just talking about oh yeah we have 30 years of experience of research yeah. and you do something what's impossible and people will die and uh, but the funny thing is why didn't they came back to us and just hey man this yeah. is incredible we need to do more research for example because you, uh, when you research it you can also maybe do something with people with with, with, with diseases or something or you never know of course of course it's shifting the paradigm yeah, yeah. 
and uh, and also um, the doctor we had um, uh, the doctor he we did a kind of a research so we had a checklist every now and then we stopped and yeah. we did a body check like hey do you have headaches yes or no or uh, we had a saturation device mm. with us mm. just to check if our saturation went down and every time the saturation went down we did uh, some some breathing to mm. put it up again that was actually what we did all the yeah. time we, we we kept our saturation high mm. and then you think okay then you climbed kilimanjaro so you're the most happy guy on earth yeah. no i wasn't so it took me um i think about two months just to process to it. process everything wow. because you trained hard you set a an, yeah, a record or an impossible thing yeah. um and then uh, yeah, you're back in uh, real life, you know. Mm-hmm. Then uh, and, and and when you're talking about media exposure, I think we had one show in the Netherlands who paid a little bit attention on it, mm-hmm. but for the rest it was just uh, quiet. Yeah, but and and this was uh, this Kilimanjaro first Kilimanjaro exp- yeah. uh, expedition that yeah. was before Joe. That was before the Joe Rogan. That was before yeah. Joe Rogan. So that was in 2014. So yeah. there was something shifting already. So yeah. I say, oh, there was not really attention, but it it, it triggered something. I think yeah. also in uh, the, the people. Yeah, and uh, you guys. I mean, you are also in in my age. I don't know how how, how old are you now. 14. 14. Okay, so in the last uh, 10 years since the internet really uh, is booming and uh, social media and uh, YouTube is not only about uh, like uh, cat videos and, mm-hmm. and dog videos, yeah. but really some serious stuff is uh, there like TEDx or podcasts mm-hmm. or all kinds of lectures. It's just crazy. Yeah. Were you aware of uh, of this ecosystem about podcast and were you following already these people um not really but uh at a certain point um i thought okay this podcasting can be can be a big thing yeah. so i contacted some uh with ben greenfield i think mm. and later i uh, contacted tim ferris because i heard that someone in his podcast was practicing our 10-week course so yeah. i directly looked him up on, uh, on in our database and i thought oh i'm gonna send him an email and then uh, <laughs> i said can you connect us somehow and then um, didn't respond it but then someone else from tim ferris um, management yeah. no it's, it's one of his friends or yeah, something okay. responded it was um, uh, brian mckenzie yeah. He answered like, hey, um, I heard this rumor that Wim is coming in the Tim Ferriss show. And I just answered like, okay, the rumors go fast. Uh, but it was just a friend. Yeah. So he made sure that we could do the interview. Yeah. And that was actually, I think, the, one of the first uh, big podcasts we did. And later Joe Rogan came. Yeah. And the Vice documentary uh, that was fantastic work of uh, of the whole family because uh, they really made a real portrait of uh, who Wim actually was. Yeah, and the storyline and, and yeah, the whole and story. Yeah, see him in Poland and that yeah. he's also a human being and not. And uh, they interviewed his son Enam, mm-hmm. so it was uh, and told a little bit about the background, about the the, the family, what all happened. I think when people saw this vice documentary it was very funny because 
yeah, we did the, the, the winter travels and the first winter travel I was was with eight people. Yeah. And then 12, this was a little bit, yeah, we struggled to get people there yeah. almost. And then after this Vice documentary, ah, it, uh, in the beginning we're all Dutch guys and sometimes German or yeah. Swedish, all European. And then after this Vice documentary, it was like, boom. They're all Americans and not only people in the mid 40s or a little bit older with health issues yeah. or so, but now they're also trained guys, you know, mm. fit guys of 24 and uh, all different kind of nationalities came. And that was actually the first winter travel that we like, wow, we have 24 different kind of nationalities. Still in Wim's house. Yeah. And uh, wow. And then we asked questions like, hey, how did you came up with uh, the Wim Hof method to coming here in Poland? People said, I was watching the Vice documentary for 10 minutes and then I signed up. Yeah. It was so powerful. So it was Joe Rogan and yeah. Vice documentary still is, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and Tim Ferriss, maybe. Also, yeah. yeah, yeah, we hear that a lot. Yeah, mm. yeah, and the ten week course, of course, and uh, yeah. But yeah. now it's it's more more referrals. Eh? Yeah. So people just yeah, and it's it's such a a big thing. Sometimes I even think, wow, man, this shit really works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's incredible yeah. because then yeah, when you see other people change, and that I had the same. So I was. Yeah talking about the first experience after my workshop that it was like hey man you have to do this you have to do this it was not the right energy mm. but now i climbed kilimanjaro and i did uh, these things in poland and i came back and i, w I felt renewed yeah. and more also in my masculinity changed a little yeah. bit a little bit big time yeah. so it was more like hey uh, what can happen you know i did this and did that and uh not arrogant, but I felt in my in my power, yeah. and people felt that. So then uh, people came to me, hey, what are you doing? What, how, yeah. how, how come? The guy who climbed Kilimanjaro, um, also in short, uh, Hank, he uh, had a try this. Van der Berg, Hank, Hank, Hank van der Berg, Berg yeah. is also an instructor, uh, amazing I guy. I love his story. Yeah. Amazing guy, but his story was that he came to Wim uh, via a friend. And he was uh, he just bought a, a sauna, infrared yeah. sauna, or so I don't know. Uh, it was a sauna because the doctor said, "Yeah, you have to yeah. heat it up." And then blah blah blah. He went to Wim Hof workshop, and he couldn't even move his arms. It was just uh, it was yeah. just all uh, inflamed and uh, stuck. So he needed to be operated actually. Yeah. And then Wim said to him, uh, "Wim, uh, Hank, you're going to do uh, 40 push-ups." <laughs> 50 uh, yeah. and he said yeah I man I can even move my arms you know what are you talking about yeah. and they were doing the breathing exercise the whole day and the next day he did 50 yeah. push-ups and, and what I've heard uh, that he wanted to leave after the first day he yeah. was about to leave yeah. Like, with, you know. yeah and now he's going into a lake with yeah. uh, I think 50 people every day yeah. and um, that's also that's it's a funny thing then then he, he goes into the lake with a lot of people from his village yeah. because they see they saw him changing. Yeah. He couldn't move and he's a blacksmith, so yeah, he, he need to work hard, you mm. know. But they saw him changing, like oh he couldn't move anymore. But after yeah. he started doing the Wim Hof method, he was just uh 
flexible guy and uh, healthy and strong, etc. But then still people with the same complaints or with arthritis came to him. Hey, Hank, what's your secret? What are you doing? <laughs> and then Hank said, hey, man, just go uh, tomorrow with me in the, into the lake and I show you, man. And yeah. you do some cold exposure and breathing exercises. But then a lot of people still say, oh, nah, there's nothing for me. I just uh, take my pills and uh, that's too much. I'm not going into the ice water. Yeah, man. If you want to change, you need to do something. Yeah. It's not uh, coming automatically. Also, with the world around you, if you want to change, first uh, look within a bit and try to see what is not matching with the world around you. Yeah. Also, Hank went within. I mean, he mm -hmm. changed his body uh, and that is already having a convincing power. So he was not... Yeah. yeah, and it's very um, attractive. Yeah. You know, he's like becoming a magnet. A more and more people came to his uh, daily uh, ice bath in the lake. Yeah. And uh, also there, a lot of people changed. So more and more when I saw it, I also, I did everything actually at the office. I was the first employee. So I did the 10-week course, but also the help desk and uh, the marketing and um, the videos and um, yeah actually almost everything because yeah. it was just a small office later another son from Wim entered the office and mm. did uh, the, the help desk etc but every time when we got new email uh, with people who changed their lives or they were so thankful or mm. sending flowers or cards yeah from all over the world every time sometimes you were behind your computer crying you know it's like yeah. wow 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 what a work we have work yeah. i didn't see it as work and then uh, i felt more and more the urge to to spread it even more yeah. and i wanted to become an instructor but i was too many times i was uh, i spent my time too much at the office yeah. and was too busy with with the traveling and, uh, and all of the logistics uh, and yeah traveling around the world with whim and but I feel also the urge to become an instructor and um, to, 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 to share this because it was so powerful, you know. And how did your uh, daily life change, uh, your private life, let's say? Because yeah. you found kind of your mission, yeah. what you were searching for. Yeah. But uh, also your private life, I guess, got ki kind of uh, shifted to different... Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I made new friends, also yeah. a lot from the Wim Hof uh, community, because yeah. I think there are a lot of mind, uh, like-minded people. Yeah. It's, it, it's. I don't know how it's for you, but it's, it's every time if you do a retreat, or you go to Poland, or you go to the uh, to the instructors course, or you do a small workshop, or a day workshop, or a lecture, it always attracts amazing people. Yeah. I don't know how many there are, but you think, wow, man, the world is full of amazing people. <laughs> but every time, and like uh, a few weeks ago, we went to Spain yeah. uh, together to help there for the inner fire with the inner fire team. Also, that was crazy. It was and now it's becoming more mainstream, yeah. but still, you know. Yeah, but it's good that this is the mainstream. Yeah. Not the pills. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, how did it influence my? Um, my uh, my daily life yeah big time yeah i started because more becoming myself yeah. dressing different uh, um, 
looking different to the world. So when I yeah. take a cold shower, I still still think, oh my god. But then I refer to the Kilimanjaro and like, yeah, what's a big deal? Yeah. Um, I have a, an awesome girlfriend. Uh, I get a baby uh, soon. Congratulations. Uh, yes. Um, uh, great house. And yeah. No, that's the, just a material thing. But also, it's also because of what yeah. I was doing. You come, you come in the right vibrations and you, I don't know, you attract hmm. beautiful things around yeah. you. Yeah, and also like people who don't uh, do as their occupation uh, p- things what they love, they have to compensate yeah. a lot mm-hmm. outside uh, in their free mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and now is there's no uh, yeah. work anymore. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, and uh, I want to. Uh, I wish everyone could step out of this box and uh, stop complaining and go for your passion. And and sometimes there are also a lot of people around me say, yeah, Bart, you can say that that uh, because you have the best world uh, job in the world. Um, you can easily say that, but I think for everyone is something. You don't have to be uh, uh, at the shitty office if you don't like it, you know. You can always make yeah. the step. Like what I did to quit my job. You think a million things can happen in life, but at the end it doesn't happen. Other yeah. things start happening. But once you have the passion and the, yeah. the, that inner spark, that inner fire, well, what we call it, then, then uh, it, it's there. Yeah. And if, if, if you take the leap and take the risks, whatever happens, even if the shit hits the fence, you are much more prepared to any kind of scenarios than if you would just always uh, uh, be in the safe uh, safety zone, what you are kind of, uh, what is already killing you at uh, mm-hmm. many sense. Yeah, and there are always excuses, and I also yeah. understand that because hey, I'm also a human being, so I still struggle with uh, making choices sometimes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah uh, some people have a family yeah. or a mortgage or uh, dogs or, mm. you know, there are always excuses like, yeah. oh, I cannot do this because. But life is too short and that's maybe too easy to say, but sometimes we f- just forget how short life is and, you know, uh, how beautiful it is actually. And create these remarkable moments yeah also. Yeah. yeah and sometimes we're just sitting and watching netflix i do yeah. this also a lot but um sometimes you also have to be aware like hey life can be over like this yeah and also like there is a big 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 difference like in your situation to watch netflix i mean mm-hmm. your life could be also like a series in netflix <laughs> <laughs> almost <laughs> so you just okay what what those others do maybe that's your your perspective yeah but many people don't live their own life but just following the computer games or the netflix because it's already made up mm-hmm. uh, and they just follow and even in a, the most uh, detailed computer game you are just a character and the design uh, the game is designed for you yeah but if you step out from that world in the real life that is where we are here, you can be the designer of the game, not just the player. Yes, exactly. That's so exactly. what I see that yeah. uh, although you have the most amazing job uh, <laughs> in the world, uh, you are still shifting. So you, you became an instructor mm-hmm. big time. You are also teaching at the academy. Yeah. But you have also, especially this year, this more shift to be more outdoor and more with the people instead of being in the office. 
Yeah, I'm still um, working for the office, so to say, yeah. but uh, the office, like we call yeah. it. Uh, but I did a step back. Um, it felt like work at a certain point, mm. so I was more at the office than I was outside. Mm. And yeah, at a certain point, I thought, oh, wow, I'm in the teaching uh, mm. and the work with people is more my thing. Mm. And uh, so I do still the travels, the Poland travels, the summer travels, and I still do the, the academy where I get a lot of energy from to yeah. teach others of my experience. And I work very close with Wim, so I want to give them something of that. So yeah. because, yeah, uh, through the years, I think the method also shifted a little bit. Mm. I'm trying to, back, trying to get back the uh, where it all started, the philosophy more into yeah. the academy and to teach the new instructors a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah, and you have also your own retreats, and you are also co yeah. co-working with people in yeah. Austria, in uh, Costa Rica, yeah, Bulgaria, Bulgaria. But yeah. most of the time, um, I work with someone. Yeah, yeah, almost, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bulgaria I do alone, but uh, yeah. for the rest uh, I love to work with people. Yeah. Sometimes with that instructor, sometimes with that instructor, sometimes with that instructor. Yeah, I think so you get the most out of it. Yeah, so you are yeah. shifting more uh, from the office itself to more like on the on the front line of the Wim Hof experience, yeah. like with instructors. The core. Big, 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 yeah, big retreats. I think that's the yeah. core. Yeah, and still there's something in inside of me who wants to change in the marketing yeah. or do something more about that. But, but I let it go. At least you are there at the first front line to experience yeah. all of those. Yeah. you know many many businesses work in a way that uh, the marketing department is kind of isolated from mm -hmm. the real action and they yeah. just see the matrices and uh, okay they try to guess what what would be the but the right step but. This is the same, like you said. What the? Why the fuck would I learn NLP if I just feel it? That's yeah. in within me. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's the next level of, uh, you know, marketing and uh, working for yeah. a true, true mission. What What happens when I learned from Wim as well is um, when we're just sitting down in Poland and uh, there was chill time. Wim is always playing music, yeah. always on his guitar and makes songs, and most of the time he improvises. And I didn't know, but sometimes he just wanted to tell you a story about you yeah. or to help you with something, and it's in his words. I yeah. noticed that, yeah, after a year or so, then that he's oh, he's actually talking to me. Oh, this is about yeah. my life, you know. Yeah. But he was uh, he's, he's also improvising a lot, and then at a certain point he said, "Part now it's your turn." Hmm. And uh, I cannot sing, you know. I cannot do this. Hmm. And uh, no, just do it. Just uh, let it go. Doesn't matter, you know. Just go. And uh, I play. And then I didn't sing. And he said, Bart, you should sing. <laughs> and said, okay, 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 okay. So very clumsy. I started to s some notes and some words and uh, laughed a little bit and uh, was a little bit insecure about that. Um, but later on, I just let it go. It doesn't really matter if you just do it from the heart. Hmm. Have fun. I think that's a big, big, big thing of the Wim Hof yeah. Method, having fun. And um, that also helped me also the Kilimanjaro, what's the worst thing, what can happen actually. 
when I was traveling with Wim uh, and we did uh, the world tour in LA, for example, 500 people just came on stage and it was just okay. Hmm. There was no anxiety or pressure or, oh man, there's a lot of people. But Wim always told me like, do it from your heart and the rest will come. Yeah. And like I tell you the story about Kilimanjaro, whatever, it comes from the heart and it is I can just tell it. Yeah. And when you have a presentation or for your work, you have to, oh, this is the data. You really have to study and, oh, I forget it. So people write it down on a note. And I just see a lot of on, on, um, on funerals and on... Uh, marriages and i think come on man just tell what you want to tell not from a piece of paper you know yeah. it's it's clumsy it's not from the heart and yeah. and the other thing is that our world is like people are trying to act like they are someone else we can see it on instagram yeah. or here and there the and pressure constantly pressure yeah, yeah. and uh, what vim does and what you do and what vim uh, encourages people uh, to do is just be yourself mm -hmm. and then it's easy you don't have to act anyone else you just be you yeah being yourself and uh, then it's what it no script it, it, it needs some some action before yeah. you come there yeah of course to let it go and all uh, of these layers of uh, yeah because uh, there's a lot of still for me as well doing, conditioning doing this podcast it's, it's i've seen me really relaxed but sometimes i was like oh man people see it and do i say the right words it's it's still there yeah. but at the other end then i think yeah who gives a shit you know it's, it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't really matter if i don't say uh too radical stuff then uh, it's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay and what what do you think what would be the next step what what you see it as a you know you are transforming more to yeah. uh, people people management mm -hmm. and uh, carrying the core message what are the uh, next challenges uh, what well you see is, uh, i think there's a lot of there needs to be a lot of work done and i think wim is is on a on a great track doing more and more research i think that's the that's the real next step because then also the the very critical people the mainstream is getting it and uh, yeah, we have to be more aware. And I think since 2012, or maybe it was earlier, but people get more aware of food and mm. about the environment. We talked about the plastic bottles and, mm. uh, you know, and uh, we're getting already more aware. And now the psychedelics come in more mm. and more like, hey, we can do something with that as a medicine instead of seeing it as drugs. Uh, yeah. I think there's a big shift, but at the end, my mission is to open up more and more hearts because I see the shifts. I see that when I inspire one person, then years later you hear, oh, I talked to my mother and my mother was depressive and now she feels awesome again. And she told it to her girlfriend who was who was uh, suicidal and she didn't committed suicide. That's mm. the big examples. Eh? Oh man, I have my dose of medicines. I feel awesome now. Mm. Uh, people who say, oh man, I feel, I feel great and happy and uh, I, I, I quit my job. I, uh, I, I left my, 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 my wife who was constantly complaining. Yeah. 
I don't I won't don't want to say leave your wife or quit your job, but it, there were good decisions. Yeah. There was a guy in Poland, Maurice, maybe yeah. you know him, Maurice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also great example. He came as a participant in Poland and uh, 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 and we were sitting in the sauna and at a certain point I mean I never really talk about jobs or so but at that point we talked about hey what are you, what are you actually doing in Finland and he said yeah and you saw his head bending and he said yeah I'm working for this uh, ICT uh, company and it's uh, yeah it's an amazing job and yeah it's great and I heard and everything and I saw and everything that he was not not in line with what he was saying yeah and a few months later, uh, a few minutes later, he was uh, he came back into the sauna and he had a kind of uh, a branch of uh, leaves and stuff, mm. and he brought it from Finland. Mm. It's kind of smell, and uh, he had a really weird hat on. It's a sauna hat mm. used in Finland. He came into the sauna and he started a kind of a ritual with slapping us with the leaves <laughs> and yeah did the whole sauna master thing yeah. to heating it up and stuff and you saw yeah. the passion and the fire in his eyes like wow you know and then i said hey man this is your passion and he said yeah and i'm doing this and i do uh, two to three times a week i do this for for a lot of people and then yeah. his his whole gesture changed his whole his eyes lighting up i said you have to quit this you, you your job that's for sure it's your decision but don't do this anymore. Y mm. You have more in store. Yeah. And now he's just uh, became an instructor. Yeah. Uh, I, I won't say that no. Mm, um, uh, don't become an instructor because I say it, but yeah. he just became an instructor and he's just uh, changed his whole life. Mm. Now he's doing a lot with biohacking and has a completely different view on life. And uh, I think that's the beauty of uh, this work changing people's life yeah change change making yeah yeah start with yourself yeah. but then uh help others yeah, yeah. yeah. no are we uh we are still out of uh, time no, no not at all I'm okay just it. Uh, also <laughs> uh, just want to know more about you uh, you were also yeah. planning to go uh well, not planning to go but uh, you were interested in uh, rural life you know, maybe I'm going to show you around in Wageningen. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So how do you see it? Because uh, last week I was also met with my uh, teacher at Improv and she also said, oh, we're going to go to New Zealand because we love Amsterdam, but mm -hmm. uh, we also like to be outdoors. Yeah. And uh, Amsterdam is also the big cities get uh, can get too much mm -hmm. sometimes. So do you see anything about this uh, yeah. city living and rural living? Any yeah. More and more, I have to f I've lived now in Amsterdam for 20 years, and I love the city. It's it's amazing, and you've, yeah, you know, the whole city life, the cafes, yeah. the uh, there's always always something to do. All my friends live in Amsterdam, but there's also something bothering me in the city life: the stress mm. and uh, more and more traffic and. Yeah, you know the aggressive bikes and stuff. Know, and it's, it's 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 an awesome city, but more I have the the feeling. Oh, I want to get back to nature. Yeah, to find something there. Maybe near Amsterdam, yeah. but more. And just to put it in perspective, Amsterdam is one of the most livable cities on the world. Yeah. So imagine those other cities. Yeah, I live in New York or yeah. uh, London or uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it still feels as a village, Amsterdam. But yeah. also there, you have a lot of construction work and uh, stress. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that is the next thing for me. Uh, start a family. Yeah. Now, get this underway. That's uh, step number one. Uh, <laughs> then maybe in a few years a new house, more into nature, and then maybe yeah. make another kid. And uh, no, I don't want to have a dog, but then who knows? For a lot I of mean. people, say then the picture is perfect, uh, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, I think that's the next uh, the next step for me. Yeah, absolutely. I thought about it to live uh, in abroad, hmm. um, but maybe that's a step. Uh, too far too far because yeah. yeah maybe a step in between could be three months somewhere else and then the rest of the yeah. year in the Netherlands that's it's uh, not really going uh, away from your family yeah I mean, when you start living in Australia or something yeah, you have to fly for 21 hours to uh, see your family yeah that's, that's uh, not the thing that's no. and that was what I, what I also noticing by um, following my passion and traveling all around the world and doing amazing stuff but i also didn't see my family that much and my yeah. friends so they all constantly have to say oh birthday yeah sorry i have to, i'm in australia or oh sorry uh yeah you're going to marriage yeah i cannot be there yeah stuff like that yeah. and so that's why i always say connect with yourself connect with others and connect with nature and also do that yeah. because your passion can also become work or yeah. uh, you know you get yeah. dis also dis disconnected also about balance what, what it's absolutely you do. that's why i love uh, yeah. vim's this one one hand plank when he's putting himself on one of his mm -hmm. arm and he's uh, balancing himself yeah it's also like a message because there is many good and bad things around the world but if you keep it in balance also during your everyday life then it's a you can kind of find a, your the way yeah. yeah sometimes it's it's just as so easy sometimes i get really stuck in the city and i feel miserable you know mm. just i walk there and just like what i'm going to do today and whew, you know <laughs> yeah you don't know anymore yeah. and then there's a small shift that someone calls you oh bart come on our boat we're gonna uh yeah we're going somewhere with the boat yeah. or uh, let's go into the woods or uh, and then you directly you, f you, f you forget your frustrations yeah. and uh, you go out of the head it's so easy yeah. just go to the beach once in a while or go into nature make yeah. a hike and uh, you can clear your head yeah, just uh, kind of try to get rid of the loop what you are. Yes, in. Yeah. yes, but it's not always easy. Sometimes yeah, you stay course. in the loop too long. Yeah. You think, okay, uh, maybe uh, something with me. Yeah. But then it's so easy to do something else. It's not yeah. so easy to do something else. Hmm. Step out of the the loop. Yeah, but back to the Wim Hof method. Yes, we can go because I have one more question is more complex a bit mm -hmm. because the core message is to teach people to become happy strong and healthy yes right yeah that's that's we can that's the core that's the core mm -hmm. and in between uh, the first focus was on immune system mm -hmm. uh, to take over the focus uh, or take over the b 
be in charge of your own immune system, mm-hmm. even if it's your autonomic uh, immune uh, immune system. Mm-hmm. And uh, then was there is also about the mindset and strengthening your mind and willpower. And uh, the other part is, which is getting more, uh, what also because of your stories, yeah. and also my experience, is that the community, the social aspect of the of the Wim Hof uh, method. Or mm-hmm. So what is happening? Can you put the more, uh, I don't know, you have some level more insights into what is happening yeah but how how do you see uh, the where the focus is going because the happy strong and healthy that's clear mm-hmm. and but in between the immune system and biohacking yeah. and social yeah. part connecting with each yeah. other with nature yeah. and the inner self yeah what is <laughs> yeah that is very strong it is very strong um now you probably noticed it yourself we went to po- to spain and we yeah. have a whatsapp group with uh 100 people in it or something yeah. But every day it's uh, it's it's a party in a group app. No, I'm a 68 messages behind. Yeah. <laughs> last <time>. yeah. <laughs> so that's amazing, yeah. and then and that's 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 completely different than with other retreats, I think, uh, or workshop when it's hmm. uh, it's done, it's done, and then you say, yeah. oh, let's meet up again and uh, just have a drink, and then you never do it anymore. Yeah. It's so like, that's that's the thing. Like uh, I felt this connection. Uh, I had the intention with other uh, retreats and mm-hmm. other workshops that to have the connection with people who are participated with, but in the end there was just no, no, no. no. And it I, stops. I, I felt weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And with this, uh, I think it's also because of the the real deep connection you make during the breathing and the the, 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 the going into the eyes together. It creates kind of a bonding because you do something really scary together. Yeah. creates a big bond and you get family for life mm. uh, I have groups from four years ago who still see each other they mm. travel around the world to see each other and have contact in the whatsapp on facebook and friends for life mm. I, yeah, I, I also have built up a lot of deep intense mm. friendships with people I never met before we met for the first time i think in spain and already no, no, we already met before in it's true in oh it's true in advanced yeah, yeah, yeah. but still yeah. that was just a weekend and yeah. uh, there are a lot of people yeah. and now we were just doing this together yeah. and it creates already a, a, a friendship mm. you know at least for me it feels <laughs> like uh, <laughs> you know you know you have a good uh, connection yeah. we can laugh together vibes, yeah. we have good uh, good vibes yeah. and, uh, i think that's a beautiful thing and what yeah. I see is that yeah. the world is craving for this. Yes, because the individually, how do you say that actually? Man? Individual? Yeah, in, everyone. Individualism? In your vi- yeah, individualism. individualism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's getting more and more. I've just in, uh, in the train coming here, everyone's on this mobile. You look yeah. uh, and when you talk to someone, they look up like, hey, are yeah. you talking to me? You know, why? why uh, yeah, crazy. When I was studying before back in Hungary and mm. I had these 400 kilometers of uh, train trips to mm. my school, yeah. my university, I always met people and talked about books and yeah. everything. It was normal. <laughs> yeah. If the, I would almost say, if the world was like the Wim Hof community, then uh, it was a beautiful world. Yeah. yeah. Singing and dancing, doing doing stuff together. And, um, yeah. Yeah. 
and using simple uh, ingredients let's yeah, say it, people yeah. nature yeah air <laughs> and without the hippie bullshit i yeah. like I, li- i like that part as well yeah. because it's not like uh, a sect or a commune or people yeah. like oh wim hof and, oh he's a big guru and no everyone is the guru what like what yeah. wim said you are your own guru and i really yeah. feel that also in the community Is it not only oh, Holy Wim or uh, the Holy Bible of Wim? Or no, not. Yeah. he's also just a normal guy. Yeah. And, uh, But at the same time, there is the, the energy what get, uh, gets concentrated mm-hmm. in these kind of gatherings. Is yeah. Like, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's why I'm always the, when I start a retreat and then and at the end say, we have a sharing or people say what they found of uh, what they experienced and sometimes you think do people really like it? But then after a few days there's this kind of a shift going on like wow it's working you know in the beginning mm. people always come in oh a little bit shy and don't know what to say yeah. that's why we always start with hugging yeah it's also a quite intimate thing in our society just to give someone yeah. who you don't know a hug yeah. to touch even you know maybe it's a hand normally yeah. give a hand like even this. The, the handshakes like normally you know yeah when i look when i shake a hand of someone yeah i immediately see them turn their look away their, their head away yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah what the fuck <laughs> yeah but I, and then that's just a small thing just yeah. the hugging and to feel confident Uh, of uh, comfortable in a, in yeah. a hug, that's already a big thing for people. Yeah, and one more one more thing. What I uh, what I'm also curious about. To maybe you know the explanation. Mm. What does uh, uh, Vim mean by uh, the ISIS showing you? You know, as as a mirror, the mirror of your, of your soul or personality. Mm-hmm. Or uh, can you explain uh, how you see it? On how I see it is that. Um, when you're not in tune with yourself or you're not focusing enough you directly see it back in the eyes Hmm. so when you have participants who look they talk a lot or they make jokes all the time that that those person always let (laughs) go in first (laughs) not not to punish them but they're most insecure most of the time and uh, not focused enough and they struggle the most so they have the most yeah then then it's really a mirror you see them behave in the eyes like they also show up in daily life give up too early or struggling or fight against it because uh, i fight against my pain and my frustrations and But once they surrender, and when you can just show them how to do it by just breathing and relax the shoulders and get confidence and then ignore the pain because it's not yours, surrender instead of fighting, then you see the big change. And that's why it is a mirror. Also for me, because um, a few months ago I had a one-on-one session uh, with, with two people and uh, they left. So I thought, oh, wow, I have some ice at home. Yeah. And one of the participants struggled big time to go into the yeah. ice. And she was holding her arms like this and said, oh, you can go further. Said, no, 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 not today. And then it's okay. I, I won't force them to go in. And put yeah. the shoulders like, go in. No, then it's okay. They did a little bit. Also good. 
But they left, and I thought, hey, there's some uh, some ice left. Hmm. Uh, I just jump in. So I went into the ice, and I had the same experience as the woman who just refused to go in. I was just, yeah, I I went in this freeze mode, holding my arms like this, and I cannot go in. Hmm. It's terrible. But then, uh, once I got out, I thought, yeah, this this is telling me something. I wasn't there. I wasn't uh, really there. And maybe I wasn't there the the whole time. Yeah. So it tells you something. It's also like uh, what we talked about, uh, the acting something, you know, acting that you are a different person. Mm-hmm. Like uh, many people get into this very superficial zone, like with uh, communicating with each other or be even, even being con- in contact, connect with themselves. That's why I like this setting, you know, I can have people to talk with me for an hour. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> because it's so superficial. Often that uh, that's why you you shake hands, they look away. What do you expect then? Mm-hmm. A re- real connection. And when we are together in a retreat, to uh, that's that's the real stuff. Yeah, and yeah. that's what actually behind all of this superficial and acting, all people need. Yeah, everybody needs it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and, and the the. Uh, and going going back maybe to, yeah. to the different to the same subject, but it's it's so it's so incredible when you just want to really really help people. Um, most of the time it doesn't work. I know because there's no commitment. Yeah, there's no commitment. There was one uh, person really struggled uh, with uh, with her back. And I just offered for free just to help and did some breathing exercises, but it didn't stick because there is no commitment, you know. And uh, when you're using medicines for years and you're constantly in this uh, this loop, uh, yeah. the, the loop, yeah, it's an easy easy way out. Yeah, and that's what the world is conditioned to steal. Uh, that uh, there is a for every single pill. Yeah. So even in uh, retreats like with uh, medicines, mm-hmm. like uh, plant medicines, like ayahuasca or whatever, mm-hmm. I would see people like not taking the the dieta itself, you know, the, the preparation with, uh, you know, restricted diet and all of this, not taking it seriously because they just come for the experience and they want to leave. But it's all about the, the work before and after. Yeah. It's also important. Yeah, I yeah. think you are now running marathons. Yeah. Uh, every month, I think. Yeah, I it's just it. had Monday, my fourth one. Yeah, it's incredible. But yeah, take yeah. an example of you. Yeah. Um, when you have to walk a marathon, it looks like a huge thing. For me, yeah. for me, uh, I think for everyone, a marathon, wow. And then you do one every month. Yeah, but what someone does it every day. <laughs> like the, okay. Doesn't matter, but yeah. it's just, but it <laughs> eventually, and it is an example I think a lot of people used before me, yeah. but it's about the first step. Yeah. And when you make a second step, you already did two steps. And every day you do a little step more and, and you're getting somewhere. Uh, a few months ago, I started going to the gym again and uh, mm. uh, I had to do... Uh, uh, chin-ups hmm. oh that was a long time ago and hmm. it's maybe three or something and uh, now i already do uh, eight or nine wow and it's small steps <coughs> but in the beginning you think wow this is terrible 
So sometimes it is easier than you think, only we think too big. Yeah. You just have to start with something. A friend of mine, uh, that was a big insight for me, he said, uh, that was Damien, um, he was talking about to do every day 1% more hmm. or 1% better than the other day. But when you do that, it compounds. <laughs> bam, 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 every time, yeah. 1% more. Save, same with money. When you put 1%, when you're trying to get 1% every month more, hmm. you think it's not so much. Hmm. But when you do it every month, bam, 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 for 20 years, you have a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But we always look short term. Yeah. And the peel mentality that there is a solution. Yeah. So, for example, walking a marathon, you think, yeah, but then I have to train for three years or whatever. And I want to wa- wa- yeah. uh, run a marathon uh, right now. But it's not working like that. I don't know how you trained, but probably you were all kind of uh, a trained person. Yeah, well, a bit, a bit. But also the yeah. Wim Hof mindset also worked uh, a lot on me. Like, okay, fuck, I can do it. I can do 20Ks yeah. or 30Ks. Then maybe I can try the, the 42. Uh, yeah, or just pure on mindset, actually, also. Uh, yeah, there was also uh, inspiration. You know, the guys from Yes Theory. Yeah. That's another big boom yeah. of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the guys, uh, Amar, I guess, he ran a marathon without uh, preparation. Mm. And I watched that and I was like, fuck, man, I'm running already 20Ks for fun. Yeah. Then marathon shouldn't be a problem for me neither if he can do it. Yeah. Of course, it was a, a, a beat up. I, I was uh, beaten down by, uh, you know, the 30 eight Ks or the last four Ks, I was like uh, <laughs> struggling and I even didn't know how long is a marathon. So I, the, my battery was dying. I already switched off the inspirational talks from uh, Jim Rohn and all of these guys. I was just, oh fuck man, how long is a marathon? I was like or, already 40 Ks in at the first back in uh, May. And I figured out that it's not 41, but it's 42.2. So I had 2.2 kilometers to go. <laughs> that was like almost... Uh, oh, back. you didn't know uh, the length of a marathon? Yeah, I, I, thought, I guess. Yeah, I, guess 40. I guess 41 or something. Oh, bad, preparation, <laughs> yeah. bad preparation. Bad uh, preparation. So I was like, oh, it's 42.2. Jesus. So the last... Uh, I, I missed it with one and a half kilo. Or I thought it's one, f- 41 point something or 40 mm. point something. Along the way, so uh, after forty, okay. Let's how come? How come? Did you know that it was longer? I checked. Oh, oh my, my phone oh, was dying, yeah. but that was the last thing. Okay, ah, I have okay. to check it out. Your uh, phone said. And yeah, after forty k, yeah. I just checked that. Okay, how how long uh, do I still have? Oh, that's still amazing, man. Your fourth <laughs> marathon now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And how many are going to do? Just one year every month. One. Uh, no, I have. Already, like I did it on Monday. Uh, on Tuesday, I had like crazy, already like crazy ideas to you know run to the the coast to mm. the Netherlands. It's hundred k's from here. I don't want to tell too much because I have oh, some crazy ideas. Okay, like, uh, okay, okay, run, okay. run back to Hungary or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Yeah, so yeah. We keep that as a as a spoiler. Yeah. And what is it? Uh, Spoiler, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. 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 So, don't tell don't anything know. yet. 
fuck i already told too much but yeah, yeah yeah sorry <laughs> we can cut it out <laughs> yeah 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 or maybe people can count uh, keep me accountable yeah Who knows? your next uh, fitness goal fitness goal <laughs> <laughs> yeah that same friend who talked about the one percent uh big inspiration for me this guy uh, i love him but uh he, he, he wants to challenge the 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 the, the chin-up record mm. all time mm. i don't know how many times uh, i think five thousand times in 24 hours yeah. or something i don't know i i know that uh, david goggins was doing yeah. some crazy amounts i yeah. don't know who is the record holder anymore yeah but he well, he wanted to challenge that yeah. uh, i'm not gonna do that <laughs> but uh that's uh, but when you when you look at it uh uh, Ross Edgley, uh, you know this guy. Know. Oh, he trained also with William. He swam around uh, England. Yeah, oh, yeah, you, you mentioned. This guy, but he told me that you can do, for example, 100 push-ups if you just spread it along the day. It was a big insight for me because yeah. then uh, you don't have to go for an hour to the gym and do everything there. You yeah. can just do more during the day. For example, when you have to wait for the coffee, yeah, uh, coffee machine, you do a, f a few push-ups, yeah, and yeah, and then you do that ten times a day, hmm. and you have one hundred push-ups. Yeah, easy as that. So I use that uh, more and more. So when I have to wait somewhere or uh, I'm a little bit bored, I do some handstands or uh, push-ups, maybe some squats. Um, pull-ups when i see a tree and a branch and i think oh, i'll do a few pull-ups why not cool it's also uh, going to the gym but okay. then uh, you spread it yeah and first now focus on the family and then yes yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, uh, absolutely yeah. so my life will change in the coming period i will try not to travel that much because i want to be there for my uh, my girlfriend and the baby and then uh, then we'll see what happens okay anything what i forgot to ask and you want to share with the world or with the people no no i'm just <laughs> constantly looking at it what chama thing um uh what does it mean yeah it's uh the original idea was that uh, you know i came here to wageningen because i had this realization that you know i want to make a change and mm -hmm. i've seen that many other uh, people are here and looking for and searching for okay how can we make that shift in the food system or just you know in sustainability and uh, i was playing with the worlds and uh, wagoning and change makers but it was like too douchey or you know you don't want to pronounce it that long and you don't want to you know change makers like what does that mean and yeah I also yeah didn't want to use that much because it's also like overused yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and i uh and I came up with this abbreviation of Wachama, and it became a word. Wagening and change yeah, makers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Wachama. wow. Okay. And yeah, uh, yeah. I looked it up. I, I googled it if it's already a brand or what is that. Mm. And the Google only gave me, or maybe Facebook gave me some people in Africa somewhere, mm. but didn't say anything to me. So, uh, and I was working uh, in Almere with the uh, refugees and i asked them there were some african people and i asked them does uh, vachama mean anything in your language 
And he said, yeah, it's a word in Suaheli. It means people get, in, get into groups wow. together. It wow. was like two, two weeks uh, after I came up with this name. And it took me a year to come up with the name because I was uh, involved in all kinds of social mm. and whatever yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And student projects. Yeah. But uh, at one point I was like, okay, the students go home every summer. I have to have my own project or own storyline going on. You know what I'm, because I still, I'm still here. So yeah, it took me a year to come up with the name Wachama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And once you got it, it means also meant something in Swahili. Yeah. And the same what you actually uh, trying to do. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Wachama. And it's the like Afrikaman. That's why uh, we don't uh, restrict it to Wageningen because. But by the way, Wageningen is also a global. Uh, hub like mm. people come here from all over the world yeah already on the podcast uh, people from india uh, brazil cool so wow hey it was a nice uh, talk man yeah yeah i'm really happy that you are here <laughs> yeah likewise yeah i wish you to keep up the good vibes and uh, yeah spread the vibes as a r- ripple effect yeah, man. Yeah, we man. do it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Say hi to the people. I always say. People, stay strong. Ciao, people. And ciao, we can ciao. do some beatboxing. A little bit uh, whim style. Uh, yeah. I think he's a better beatboxer than yeah. we are. But yeah, still, okay. we do it. Yeah, trying to. You yeah, know, we have to grow up. Yes. Okay. Ciao, ciao. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>